Rachel Daly is a striker. The end. The Koi Gig Pod on OTB Sports. She's got great passing range. She scores goals. She's great in the air. Brilliant in the air. Yeah. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. Off the ball daily. Welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily. On the way, we hear from Connacht head coach Pete Wilkins ahead of Saturday afternoon's date with Benetton. World Rugby responds to the Nick White concussion controversy and the former chief of next year's World Cup gives his side of events following his sacking. But first, there's good news for Munster ahead of a busy few weeks. Jack Crowley took part in training today following a scan on his lower leg. The out-half was sent for that scan on a complaint in his calf area, but it didn't return any majorly bad news for his coaches. Forwards coach Andy Kiriakou was the one in front of the media today with Friday's trip to Edinburgh on the horizon. He couldn't give any detailed answer on the results of Crowley's scan, but did confirm that Crowley took part in elements of training today. They'll make a final call on Crowley's fitness closer to Friday, but with Toulouse visiting Thelma Park next week, the lack of bad news is a huge boon for Munster. Now, Connacht head coach Pete Wilkins isn't giving up hope of qualifying for next season's Heineken Champions Cup. Last week's defeat to Munster leaves Connacht 13th in the URC and five points off that all-important top eight. Next up for them is the visit of Benetton and Wilkins says the players and his fellow coaches remain intent on climbing up the table. I think the nature of, you saw how quickly Munster jumped up the table with a win against us. Um, you know, we get a, a four or five point win we're in the playoffs. Equally, if we don't get that, you know, we drop a little further behind, but I certainly don't think it's over. Um, but, but to be honest, it's not something that's kind of on our agenda at the moment. The, the priority is to win and, um, and, uh, and win as well as we can in terms of the points we get from that. So that's what we're focusing on. And, um, you know, hopefully we don't have to cross that bridge, but if we did, we'll, we'll see where we're sitting. However, Wilkins admits that Connacht haven't gotten the balance right so far this season. I think at the end of the day, you know, losing the game is something we're frustrated by. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, you come up against a team that, that played better than us on the night and we probably didn't deal with the pressure that they put on us. So, you know, I don't feel that um, in, in a bigger sense that there's a, a narrative there. I just think we didn't deliver on the night. In terms of the specifics you're talking about, the forwards did do a really good job around the scrum. And I thought, um, you know, some of their contact work, particularly in defence, was very good. You know, that said, we conceded three tries from Maul. So, you know, they're pretty disappointed themselves around that. So it's not that they they played well and the backs didn't. Um, in terms of the backs, I think where we found ourselves was where we did generate some possession, maybe five or six phases. Um, we ended up kicking the ball away because we hadn't made enough of a dent and, and we didn't feel like we got momentum from it, which obviously then gives Munster a chance to kick return and, and they kicked very, very well on the night. I didn't think we kicked poorly, but I thought Munster kicked exceptionally. So we didn't get any reward for our possession we had either from running or kicking and, and ultimately that costs you in field position and it costs you in terms of opportunity. So it's something we've got to do better with. It's something we're talking a lot about at the moment and um, you know the proof will be in the pudding on uh, on the weekend. Benetton go into Saturday's game eighth in the table but they're yet to win away from home this term. Wilkins isn't underestimating their Italian opposition. Yeah, it's an interesting challenge. I, I think that's certainly true about their home and away form. Um, they're, they're an interesting team to analyse because they're, they're pretty low in, in the rankings for possession. They're pretty low for territory. Um, they're pretty low for sort of points scored, but they're, they're, they're very effective on, on their day. And that's partly because they're very good at goal kicking and they, they take their opportunities when they come. And if your discipline lets them have those opportunities, they will punish you on the scoreboard. Um, and they've got, they've got big powerful runners that are generating tackle breaks for them. So if anyone clocks off in defense or, or isn't effective on their one on one collisions, then, um, you know, they will get in behind you and, and have a chance to use some of the X factor players they've got in that back three. So it, it's an interesting challenge sort of as a team. They're not presenting, um, you know, huge numbers, but, but there's certainly individuals in there that make them tick. 
Um, so for us, you know, it's important that we're effective with the possession we've got. If they are going to kick the ball to us and they, they do keep the ball in when they do that, we've got to use it really well. We can't just kick return it and, and wait for them to get bored. We've, we've got to be effective on the counter-attack. Um, we've got to ask questions of them. And I think if we do that, that will give us a real opportunity. Next, World Rugby has absolved the Australian medical staff of negligence after Nick White was allowed to play on against Ireland. The scrum half was taken off for a head injury assessment after a tackle on Mac Hansen and a collision with the boot of Josh van der Flyer. White was caught on camera appearing very unsteady on his feet following the incidents. He was later reintroduced, having passed his HIA, but an independent review says he should have been taken off. White missed the Wallabies' win over Wales, having been stood down for 12 days after that Ireland incident. The investigation found, quote, discrepancies around process and communication rather than interpretation of player signs were therefore the key factors to affect this particular HIA process. Essentially, the footage of White stumbling was missed as the doctors focused on the tackle which led to his concussion. World Rugby said its HIA at elite level for identifying head impacts is close to 90% accurate. The former Director General of next year's World Cup Organising Committee says he is the victim of judicial and media harassment. Claude Acher was sacked last month after an investigation into alleged climate of terror over which he presided at the organisation. In a statement released via his lawyers today, Acher denied the, quote, particularly serious and unfounded allegations made against him regarding his management. Acher claims he's been the victim of a smear campaign since June, spearheaded by an article in Lake Keep. Fifteen testimonies were used to arrive at the decision to sack Acher, some of which complained of panic attacks, burnout, and one instance of an employee wetting themselves through shock. Administrators have extended the period of exclusivity for a preferred bidder to buy Worcester. They were thrown out of the English Premiership this year due to financial troubles. A consortium led by former Chief Executive Jim O'Toole is the frontrunner to become the new owner of the Warriors and they've been granted a further two weeks to get a deal done. Finally, Noel McNamara will keep his job with the Cell Sea Sharks despite yesterday's departure of head coach Sean Everett. Sharks CEO Edouard Kutsia says the decision was made in the best interests of the team moving forward. Last week's 35-0 drubbing at home to Cardiff left the Sharks 12th in the URC and four points off the top eight. Former Ireland under-20 head coach McNamara will remain as attack coach there, assisting director of rugby Neil Powell, who steps into Everett's shoes until the end of the season. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed to receive this daily dose of rugby news and give us all of your positive feedback as well. My name is Richie McCormack and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you tomorrow.